funny things, miracles. I'm going to talk to you about one of mine. <laughs> when I was a young fella, I did a lot of bushwalking, and out of that, took a lot of kids away into the bush for you know, camps and bushwalks and things like that. On one of these occasions, we'd gone to sort of camp in a place that wasn't terribly familiar to me, but I'd planned on the map a good walk for the next day, which involved going down from where we were into one of the creeks and down that for a couple of miles to where a fire trail crossed it and then was quick run home, you know? But you all know, you all learnt in social studies in year three or something, that you don't cross the Blue Mountains through the creeks. <laughs> all the early explorers found that, use the ridges. Well, sometimes you can use the creeks, but on that day, no. I'd gone down with them, taken them into this place, and it was very, very heavy and slow going. So it became apparent plan A wouldn't work. Plan B is always simple in these circumstances. It's go up the side, back on top. So we did that in this fairly steep-sided creek and got back up onto the plateau level up on top whereupon everybody had pretty much had it. <laughs> so I left them there for a bit. I knew that there was a fire trail ran out to near this place. And so I said, well, hang on here. I'll just go and scout ahead, be back shortly. And off I went. And um, of course, on, on top, what you've got is flat land with gum trees <laughs> and no very obvious features to steer by or anything like that. If I go for 10 or 15 minutes through the um, gum tree scrub and behold I came to the fire trail. But not, not just any bit of it. I came, I hit exactly the very end of it. <laughs> In other words the closest point possible to where we had been. I was pleased about that and turned around and headed back. And lo and behold, through this featureless scrub, I went directly back to where the kids and my other companion were, you know. And then turned around and took them all back to the fire trail and again hit it precisely at the end. Now, of course, in the middle of all this, as you're wandering through the bush, you're praying away, you know, oh, for God's sake, you know, get us out of here. Uh, and uh, my reflection was in this business of going from here to here, you know, from A to B, B to A, A back to B, and doing it precisely. I thought, I'm good, but I'm not that good. <laughs> I felt something had intervened to make our lives that little bit more secure. And, you know, indeed, then off on the fire trail and we got them back to where we were going just after dark. Now I can't prove to you there was anything spooky about that. It could have been just darn good luck. But it seemed spooky to me. It seemed like a great grace of God that we're able to, to do that so precisely in the minimum possible time.
hymns are written like that. You're allowed to pray for them because they do happen. But when they do happen, it's very hard to prove that anything untoward has, has gone on. And so we come to this feeding of the 5,000 there today. It's a miracle that really kind of lodged in the minds of people, obviously. Some things they took for granted. I don't know if you noticed on the way through. He got off the boat and he healed lots of people. <laughs> it's just a throwaway line. Healing was every day, you know. But this one, the feeding of the 5,000, it's in each of the Gospels, or all of the Gospels, and in a couple of them, they're so struck by it that it's in there twice in slightly different forms. This, whatever happened that day, impressed itself on people. And we ask, we want to know the details, you know. What was, how did it happen when the, the apostles broke a bit of bread off and gave it to someone who did another bit? We don't know. But we do know that something highly unusual happened for those people that day. And it impressed on them the power of God was at work in this man, Jesus. We have St. Paul, too, in the middle, and I'm glad that we do, because sometimes our approach to prayer and to, you know, overall the readings today are asking us to be confident that God is always with us and cares for us. And sometimes the way people approach that is, therefore he'll give me what I want, you know? And you get that thing, I, I, I prayed for a pony and God you know, gave me a pony. Well, more, more often, God didn't give me a pony, so I don't believe in him anymore, you know? And we confuse God and Santa Claus. God is always with us. He answers all our needs. So I'm glad we have St. Paul in the middle because... That's a tremendously confident reading from St. Paul. Eh? Nothing can separate us from the love of God, even if we are being persecuted, if we're cold or hungry, or nothing can come between us and the love of God. And that's impressive when a guy like St. Paul says it, because really, from the point of view of anyone sensible, he had a wretched life. <laughs> you know? he was shipwrecked three times, he was flogged, he was uh, beaten up, he was... <laughs> it's in the same letter to the Romans, he goes through the catalogue of all the disasters of his life. After which he says this stuff. Nothing can separate us from the love of God, even if we are hungry or thirsty, tired, even if we are being persecuted. These are the trials, he says, through which we triumph by the power of God in Jesus Christ. So, you know, it takes away that God will give us whatever we want kind of interpretation of the other two readings. God answers all our needs. Well, he answers You know, had a smooth ride because God was all... Paul had an appalling run of disasters 
and persecutions. What he learned was, despite all of that, God was always with him. He survived all those trials, kept his faith and integrity intact. These are the trials, he says, through which we triumph. So sure, when we're stuck, when in some difficult situation, it's quite legit to pray to God for his help then and now, get us out of this. But it's also a miracle when we get through this. Eh? It's a miracle when these are the trials through which we triumph by the love of God in Jesus Christ. When we just cling on by our fingernails and get through with our faith and our integrity intact, that too is a miracle.